0: Hello and welcome to the Wealth Reliance Podcast. My name is Dave Deal. This is the podcast for the Side Cash Hustler. If you want insights, real-life experience from people just like you on how they started creating side income, you are in the right place. Documented experiences of people creating a few hundred dollars to extra tens of thousands of dollars a month. Make sure to subscribe and review. This means more than you know. Also, feel free to check us out at selfreliantwealth.com. Before we jump into the episode, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Self-Reliant Wealth Podcast. My name is Dave Deal, and I'm your host. Today, we have a very special guest. Uh, This is another blast from the past. We connected, gosh, quite some time ago. It's been a few, what, three? No, it's been more than that, probably four years now. Uh, this was back when I first got into real estate investing, we had many fun, crazy, adventurous memories back in the day, doing all sorts of different stuff with marketing. Uh, since then he has taken quite the journey, uh, through different businesses. I like to call him the nomad or the freelancer cause he just goes where his heart his heart calls him to go. Uh, he now is living in Denver, Colorado he just started up his own marketing agency, and he's tag-teamed with another agency, um, a larger-scale agency, to help them grow and build in the sales aspect. Without further ado, let's bring on Mr. Caleb Riddle. How are you, sir? Oh, doing so good. Thanks Thanks for having me. Absolutely, man. Tell us a little bit about you. What have you been up to lately, and what are you working on? Yeah,
1: so, man, the, the, the journey is... Uh... Has evolved over the past couple of years from doing uh, fix and flip, fix and flips with real estate, to uh, doing notes for seller financing, to uh, you know hospitality at the ski resorts. Uh, looking at last year, switching switching career paths with COVID, jumping into digital marketing and, and the digital realm of, of the space. So um, yeah, just. Uh, trying to be adaptable and also learn as much as I can at the same time and, uh, remain coachable at all times.
0: (laughs) I love it, man. Um, you really do have such a wide range of talents and skills you've developed over the years. You've got quite an awesome background to, to get to where you're at today. What would you say? You know, along that journey has been the thing that stuck out the most to you, or one of the best learning experiences through all the different jobs you've had, through the different places you've lived. What what do you, what would you say is one of the most valuable things you've learned?
1: Hmm. Yeah, that's a that's a great question. I think uh, the most valuable thing that I've learned so far is, uh, so. Pretty much go where you're most uncomfortable uh, <laughs> is is the short way of putting it. Um, you know, when, whenever I had an idea for p- pursuing a job or pursuing some sort of venture, um, I, I didn't always necessarily have the backing of my peers or the backing of the the people in my life. Um, And sometimes didn't have the the backing of uh, my own mind. (laughs) Um, But putting myself out there and and, um, realizing that in most situations, the the worst part of starting something new is, um, you know, just getting started or asking the questions to get started. Um, The worst part of You know, interviewing for a job that you might think you're not qualified for, or a position that you might not have a lot of experience in, the worst thing that's going to happen is people are going to say no. Um, You know, if if you're interviewing for clients that might be out of your expertise level, the worst they're going to say is no. And and with each of those experiences, um, you you kind of you get a lot better at knowing who you are. And I got a lot better at knowing who I am, um, to lead me to the point that I'm at today.
0: No, that definitely makes sense. I think that's super sound advice. You know, I think going along that line, what keeps you going in those moments? Cause you know, being uncomfortable, especially for somebody that's not used to it, or just taking that first step, or maybe they've been doing it, but what keeps you going or what, keeps you motivated having the hope and the light at the end of the tunnel thinking that everything will be okay and it'll work out because that can be scary it can be detrimental i know a lot of people that just quit in those moments and give up um and they they steer away from the entrepreneur lifestyle or they steer away from you know things because they get hard they get scary they get uncomfortable and i think it's those moments that really build us and define us but what keeps you going in those moments Ooh. You know, it,
1: there's, for some reason, just this burn inside of me that, that, <laughs> that wants to keep going that I think comes from,
0: uh,
1: a lot of, um, what's, what's the word for it, uh, a lot of, I guess, manifestation, we'll call it. So having these ideas, having these ambitions, and the desire to really see them come to fruition in life is probably one of the most exciting things that kind of keeps me going (laughs) when I'm pursuing something that I might not think is pursuable. Uh, And kind of on that note, when there is that feeling, when it comes to that time where I'm feeling like, oh, I shouldn't be doing this, you know, maybe I should back off from doing a certain thing. I do listen to that response and I I don't necessarily let it shut me down, but I take a step back and say, okay, well, why, why is my mind giving me this type of response? Why, why am I feeling this way right now? Um, and oftentimes, maybe it is the wrong step. (laughs) And um, you just kind of have to adjust your course after that. Um, You know, a a good example for me was with with flipping houses and um, getting into real estate. Uh, It was a time in my life where it was really exciting to be doing those things and taking on those projects. But it was also a time in my life where I wanted to travel and see the world more and um, a time where I was really adamant about experiencing freedom. And so there was a little bit of conflict where, you know, getting myself into a piece of real estate that doesn't move was conflicting with my want to move and be free. And so um, as kind of a solution for that, taking a step back and being like, well, I can always do real estate. It's always going to be there. Let me find something else. Let me find the other, another piece of this puzzle that I can fit into this plan to make all of it happen, basically.
0: Mm. I love it, man. I love it. I think those are really those moments. You know, as you were talking, I was just thinking about some of the different stories or examples in, in my life. You know, a lot of times we go down a certain road and we may get down that road and realize that, hey, I need to pivot. This isn't the road I want to be on. But until you go down that road, you're never going to know, first of all. And second of all, we learn so much about ourselves by going down that road. We learn skills. We learn different attributes we develop. And that helps us once we course correct and get back on where we want to go, we now have all of this information, all of this data, all of these different skills, and it helps us become stronger as we move forward. Yeah.
1: You're absolutely right. It reminds me of a piece of advice that my grandma gave me a few months ago when I was looking at making the move from Utah to Colorado in the middle of the pandemic, and I was really just stuck on the idea of it. And she she made it real simple. She was like, well, just get to Denver and figure the rest out after that. (laughs) We forget to just kind of take those baby steps towards progress um and towards our ideas and ambitions so um yeah we just kind of get in our heads too much sometimes sometimes you just gotta just do it and then reevaluate it from the new perspective the new new mountaintop the new area the new situation whatever whatever it might be
0: yeah i love that you know that's that's fantastic advice and you get there too and you got to celebrate those wins right you think of a mountaintop you get to one mountaintop and you look over and there's another one right there's one higher and we're constantly hitting these different peaks and valleys throughout the, the journey. But we have to celebrate those wins, too. You made it to Denver. Awesome. I made it. Woohoo. Like, what's the next step now? And, you know, that turned into this amazing marketing uh, career that you're developing and you're building out and, you know, creating your own business, creating your own clientele, working with an amazing agency, helping you really understand all the different components of it. And had you stayed in Utah, that wouldn't have happened. Mm-hmm. yeah you're absolutely right you're absolutely right yep
1: it, and i mean um to her credit i'll have to send this to her to her credit you know one once i was able to change my environment it i mean it, it truly did it opened up those doors it opened up new thought processes. processes it uh it just opened up new opportunities in my day-to-day and and that led to opening
0: opportunities in, in the long term yep i love it i love it man um let's talk about the agency. You know, as you've gotten started, there's so many, and we were chatting a little bit about this before uh, we started the, the episode, but there's so many different components to marketing. I mean, a new business starting out, what would you, what would you tell them, you know, as far as a, a marketing component, like what would you say, hey, do this, you know, one or two things to help you as you get started? And we can obviously grow into all these other different platforms and avenues and tools and everything, but what would you say are the two most important or most valuable things that a new business owner can use as far as marketing goes? Ooh, um, I would say for a new business
1: owner, I mean, it, it really depends on the type of business that they're in, whether it's like whether it's an e-commerce store or a consulting agency or, um, you know, I'm, I'm working with folks everywhere from staging, uh, interior stagers and decorators to public speakers to nonprofit owners. And the first part of, the first part of when you're just starting out is Well, to reference earlier, getting yourself out there. (laughs) It's getting the brand out there. Um, A lot of the branding isn't going to be perfect on the first go. The website's not going to look perfect. The message isn't going to be perfect. Sometimes the services aren't going to be perfect. The products might not be perfect. But it's a matter of putting all of that out there in whatever capacity that you can in order to start getting feedback and using that feedback to start adjusting your strategy, essentially. Uh, and then once once you've kind of figured out your strategy, once you've figured out the brand, once you've figured out kind of the voice to your content um, and the voice to your marketing, that's when you just create, 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 create. Uh, especially in the digital realm, uh, that is the action that's most rewarded right now, is the creation of whether it's videos or blog posts or podcasts or you know all these webinars there's just so many options to create that pretty much
0: every platform rewards it (laughs) especially for new creators no that definitely makes sense man I think you're you're right on the money I mean it goes back to probably the most valuable thing I ever learned in junior high and high school was probably the scientific method right (laughs) about the only thing I took away from those junior high and high school days other than fun and activity but it's testing and adapting taking feedback learning adjusting and then once you find what works just double triple down on it and create put that stuff out there let people uh, see it consume it and it's got to be valuable right it's got to hit them in a way that adds value to them in their life Uh, i think one of the things that from a business standpoint one of the best pieces of advice i ever got was when you can create enough value for somebody else, you'll automatically get what you want. Right. And that's what it comes down to. You've got to help people feel validated, have value, and that product or service or whatever the offering is will then come back in great abundance and reward because you have provided the value they needed.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And especially, once you get that, those first few results, I mean, if you're really just starting out, uh, like I was about a year ago, once you get just a few good results, you know, once you blast that out to the world and say, yeah, we, we doubled the traffic or we doubled the revenue, you know, the, that speaks and that speaks in volumes, which is, um, you know, kind of how my journey has progressed along. But um, the the first few the first few are the hardest. Whether it's the first few clients, the first few products, the first few customers, um, those are going to be the hardest. And that's also where you extend yourself and you take on you take on more than maybe you're qualified for at times. <laughs> yeah, sure, <laughs> um, but that's where you you. That's where you hammered out. You're like, all right, well, I said I can do this. Either I'm going to learn how to do this or I'm going to have to say, sorry, well, we'll, I'll have to try again some other time. (laughs) And both options are fine as long as you just do the process and you're transparent and
0: and honest through it. Yep, I totally agree with that. I think, you know, it's those moments that really define us because if we commit to something, it's going to force us to go out and do it. But then you're right. If, hey, we find out we can't deliver or there's going to be some bumps in the road, The more transparent you are, I think people get it. I think Mm -hmm. the problem with a lot of businesses today is they're not transparent. They don't communicate that. And Mm -hmm. that's when the frustration happens. That's when the negative reviews happen. But I feel like as long as you have some like an open communication channel, that stuff really doesn't necessarily matter. They might have some, you know, upsetness or fire about it. But at the same time, they'll come to their senses and realize that, hey, look, he's trying. He's going to figure it out. And I want to work with him because he was transparent and honest,
1: right? Yeah, 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 absolutely. I, I won one of my first clients um, almost for that exact reason where the agency they were working with, uh, you know, just wasn't performing and they weren't communicating about why they weren't performing and um, deadlines were getting missed and they were just kind of getting ghosted. So my opportunity as a, a new agency owner and a, a new freelancer, I guess at that point was that, hey, like. It's me. You're gonna be talking with me. Like we're gonna figure it out together. We can collaborate on it. And and they saw a lot of value in that, even though I didn't necessarily have
0: uh, a lot of experience. So, I love it, man. Um, so the next question I've got for you uh, really dives into more of you know the personal growth side. What um, do you have a process that you use to set goals or? Different milestones, because like, I mean, like we've talked about a little bit here on the show today. But you know, you are somebody that has such an awesome story and awesome background. You've traveled all over the place. You've lived in some amazing places. Um, but how do you set goals for yourself? How do you set milestones? And and then what do you do? You know, once you achieve those?
1: Yeah, uh, I have a I have a few different methods. Um, I think I, I think I'll talk about the the funniest one that I've come to realize uh, because, it, it, because it has an effect on a lot of people that are close to me. Um, Cause I've, I've found that I, I have this process where I'll come up with an idea, uh, right? Whether it's a starting a new agency or changing my career or going and working at this crazy resort. Um, and I'll kind of slowly integrate this idea into the vision that I have for myself um, and kind of just start manifesting it for, for myself uh, in my mind, right? But at that point, I haven't I haven't brought it into anything external yet. And I realize the way that I do this is I I probably bug the crap out of my friends and family talking about all these ideas all the time. <laughs> but I realize that um, you know, if I talk about starting an agency. And I just keep talking about it with the people that are close to me, and talk about it with strangers. Um, a year later, it tends to happen <laughs> mm-hmm. um, with a lot of the ideas. At least, you know, if 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 I am visualizing an idea in my mind for a year, and um, you know, integrating it as part of my life as if it's going to happen, it just naturally happens. And I think um, that's just, I mean, that's just kind of the process that's always worked for me. Um, you you can kind of, you know, I I could get labeled as this person who just has all these crazy ideas all the time. And, um, you know, that might be what it, what it is, but, um, you know, I also take a lot of action to make sure that certain ideas, you know, the ideas that I'm most passionate about, um, come to fruition because, it's again it's kind of that third party that third party accountability right mm-hmm. like well I told I told my grandma I was going to do this thing <laughs> I had make sure I at least do it in some capacity <laughs> um, and I find when I have the ideas they're really good ideas
0: um, so just keep them keep them at the forefront until they come to fruition I love it, man. I think that really goes to show you, I mean, you talk to a lot of people and some of it's writing it down or, you know, using vision boards, but I think I'm kind of along the lines with you. You know, I've, I've tested those methods out too, but I think once you have the idea, you see it in your mind, it becomes clear as day. And then from there, you're able to, yeah, start putting it out there to the world, speaking it. you, you tell 50 people or even 10 people about this idea it's now out there in the world, you have that third party accountability, you have all these different components to it that make it a reality. And then you continue to think about it and continue to talk about it. Eventually it's going to happen because you're putting it out there Mm -hmm. and you can see it. You're taking the action, you're doing the steps and it's going to naturally happen. I love that, man. I think that's Mm -hmm. an awesome, an awesome realization and awareness that you have, um, to that process. Cause I think that's another part of it. Right. We can have those amazing manifestations or those experiences, but unless we show the gratitude for it or the awareness for it, they're just going to stop because we're not, you know, accepting and, and being grateful for it and recognizing that, Hey, these things are happening. And that's, that's a gift. Yeah. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah, it's kind of funny. At that point, I think I think I get to the point in the process where I've talked about it so much. When it finally happens, a lot of my closest friends and a lot of my closest supporters just kind of roll their eyes and they're like, "Yeah, we know it was going to happen. You've been talking about it for a year." (laughs)
0: Like, all right, cool. Well,
1: it's a year. I'm gonna. It
0: works. (laughs) That's awesome, man. That's awesome. And I think again, it goes to show it doesn't have to happen overnight, right? It's a process. It's time. They're... things you have to learn, ways you have to grow before that actually happens. And and again, don't rush it. Don't be impatient with it. Just as long as you're taking the action, you're doing the things you're supposed to be doing, it'll work out and it'll happen.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely absolutely yeah i find it it takes a little time for when i'm learning stuff for it to kind of sink in i don't think i'm a i don't think i can learn much in in four weeks i'm i've got a a little bit longer of a a learning curve when it comes to (laughs) new information um so my my timeline whenever i have a new idea i've kind of learned that well about one year is is that timeline for me for some it might be faster for some it might be slower um you know i'm sure uh Oh, Gary V moves at a much faster rate when it comes to ideas and, um, and bringing them to fruition. But, uh, you know, hey, I'm still in my 20s. I think, uh, you know, learning the process of learning uh, is something that uh, I just, well, I've been learning, right?
0: Yep. <laughs> I get better each time I do it with a new subject and um, just keep chugging along. I love it, man. So the last question I've got for you, this is one of my favorites. Um, It's one I ask every episode. And uh, this one hits deep, it hits home. If uh, you were given one day to live, so tomorrow you were done on this earth, what would be the advice you would leave behind? What would be that legacy that you would leave behind with your friends, your family, your clients? Just deep, deep, Sound wisdom advice. Ooh,
1: that that is a good one. That is a deep one. I, I, I have something that came to mind, and I'm trying to think. It's it's not (laughs) as profound, so I'm trying to think of uh, if there's roll with it, dude. Roll with it. um, (laughs) I uh, have you seen that video, that Shia LaBeouf video? (laughs)
0: <laughs> i think i know which one you're talking yeah, about yeah yep. you
1: think yep just do, it. Yep. <laughs> do yep. it go live your life do it yep <laughs> um it, it's probably gonna be something very very similar to that <laughs> um you know take action on the on on your ideas given you know given their ethical and moral and and and, and align with with um, life and goodness in life um Yeah. Go out, go out and do it. (laughs) Take that trip, do that thing. Ask that question. Put yourself out there.
0: I love it, man. I think, you know, going along with that, one of my favorite movies is we bought a zoo and the quote in there that I love is, you know, the, the brother talks to him and he says, it takes 20 seconds of courage and you will, I'll botch it, but you will basically get anything or do anything that you ever want. You just Mm -hmm. have to take that 20 seconds of courage to just do it. So I think that is profound wisdom advice, man. I think taking the time to just go do it. That's going to be one of the best things that you can live by. Right. And it goes back to living a life that you truly enjoyed and found joy in and built relationships with and met amazing people and all these different things. It came because you took action. You just did something instead of sitting, watching, waving at it as it goes by Cause we don't know. I mean, tomorrow could be the last day and knowing living your life by that philosophy, you know, you just went out and did it and you did your best. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. You're speaking my language. I love it. <laughs> Sweet, man. Well, this has been an awesome episode. It's been way fun to catch up. Uh, if somebody wants to connect with you or get in contact with you, what's the best way to do that? Best way is probably to go on my,
1: uh, my website. Clecio.com. It's K-L-I-S-E-O.com. I'll always have an open line of communication on there. Um, Either that or or find me on LinkedIn, Caleb Riddle, right on there. I'll probably have a big old beard and probably be standing in the mountains in my profile picture.
0: (laughs) I love it, man. I love it. I'll make sure to put that info in the show notes too. So, um, you know, again, if anybody listening wants to connect with Caleb, I would definitely recommend it. He's, he's a stud, really cool dude. He's got so much experience in so many different capacities. And when it comes to marketing, he definitely knows his stuff too. Um, so reach out, connect with him. Again, this has been an amazing episode. Remember, infuse hope to those in need by teaching correct principles that lead to result-driven action and make it a fantastic day. We'll see you later. Are you tired of using 10 different platforms to manage your CRM, your Google My Business reviews, text campaigns, email campaigns, calendar invites, website builds? I was too. I used ClickFunnels, Kartra, JotForm, Calendly, you name it, I tried it. I came to the conclusion that I needed one software platform that could do all of this in one place. With Sluicebox, I was able to do all of this and more. Go check out sluicebox.io today to change your life And make it that much easier and that much more simple to manage all of your leads, all of your customers, and everybody in one spot. Sluicebox.io Are you ready to learn how you can take your life and your business to the next level? Learn how you can create side income and have different assets pay for your life and your lifestyle? Tune in next week to the Wealth Reliance Podcast. This is Dave Deal signing out. Thank you so much and have a great week.